0: Ladies and gentlemen, here with us to provide our fact or maybe fiction is Mike.
1: Oh, I need an intro all the time <laughs> for whatever I do, just like that. All right, this one's uh, really for Taryn. So sorry, Ashley. Oh, I feel left out. Uh, honored, honored. So this is also a question as well.
0: Oh no. So who
1: is the world's largest manufacturer of tires?
0: I mean, I feel like if this question's meant for me, it's Lego. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> See, they're changing the world, people. Pay attention.
1: <laughs> Ready for this? Yes. Lego produces approximately 306 million tires per year, far more than any other manufacturer in the world. <laughs> they may be tiny toy tires, but the fact Shut still stands. But <laughs> they're
0: tires. Slow oh, clap. Ooh. Wow. Yes. Mark, <laughs> thank I'm you. I needed one more reason to love them. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> now, Mark, since we're talking about tires, can you roll the clip? <laughs> Get it? Get
1: oh. out of here. <laughs> My God, hello everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And this is unsolicited advice where we advise you guys on all the things that you're going through currently or in the past. Or something you're worried about in the future.
0: Or we're preparing you for your future.
1: <laughs> as as the older wise sisters in your life they, they listen to stories and they're like, Oh, so glad that's not me. Cut to two months. <laughs>
0: What was that podcast? So that our again? struggles,
1: and they're just like, "Wow, you know what? I'm doing good. I feel much better <laughs> about my life. Good about you're myself. welcome, guys. You're welcome. First of all, I just want to take a second and just you know throw this at the top. If you're not following us on socials, you a thousand percent should be. Yes. We have an Instagram, and we're active on it so if you can't get enough of us of this of this friendship and this interaction of all the good things that happen here on the podcast you a thousand percent should follow us on Instagram Taryn you want to just shout out the Instagram handle
0: unsolicited advice pod it was you know it's hard to get it really is one name across the board maybe someday you know if you guys get us famous (laughs) then we'll be able to get verified yeah can you guys work on that please that'd be great Thank
1: you. that would be really great thank you thank you so much
0: (laughs) I mean, it's funny cuz I always joke about being famous but like in reality that's kind of my worst nightmare. Yeah,
1: it's it's you know when we say famous, we say that with um you know, it's a joke. <laughs> So this episode's gonna be rough if that's how you form sentences.
0: <laughs> uh, when we, uh, <laughs> when we, uh, oh <laughs> what are we talking about? shoot! Huh? Anyways, hello, y'all. Hello. Um, so we are actually recording a double today. Yeah, this is our so second. Even though it's been a week for you guys, that's why it's a little wild? It's been five minutes. It's getting crazy in here. <laughs> We've been sitting a while. Swamp butt. I don't. I'm just gonna <laughs> ew. <laughs> Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so not much has happened in the past five minutes. Um, is there anything you want to update us on that you didn't say last episode?
1: Oh, um, you know what? I did something wild yesterday. I'm going to tell you guys. You did? I I had one of the most like lazy weekends, and it was great. Right. In the best way.
0: Yeah. Um, I needed
1: it. A little reset. Um, but then by the time I can only do that for like a day. I'm going to be honest. The whole like doing nothing, laying around, doing nothing. It's great for a day. And then I, I start getting bored and I'm like, I need to do something.
0: It is quite annoying. <laughs> wow. Because I am the type that enters in and thrives on doing nothing. And Ashley will be like, do you want to go for a hike? I'm like no, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I thought we were watching all of the Harry Potter's without <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> I
1: thought this was a marathon.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: yesterday was uh, Sunday for me. I don't know when you're you're listening to this, and I was like, oh, I feel like I want to do something, but I don't know what I want to do, and I I was feeling a little restless, and then I just looked around my room, and I was like, you know. <laughs> I think I'm going to rearrange it. Dang. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm, I'm on a budget right now. I just recently launched a brand with my sister, so money's a little tight. And I was like, okay, well, wait. I, Sh- shout it out. Oh, Parallel Apparel, guys. I'm sure if you... Well, first of all, <laughs> go follow at Parallel Apparel. Yes. Um, we have a clothing brand. It's incredible. We've been working so hard on it for the last two years. And it is. it has just restocked this last Friday. Um, which was the 13th. So um, we didn't plan the date. It just (laughs) happened. It just happened. And we're rolling with it. Um, So yeah, go check that out. Um, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to, you know, sell. So maybe there's some there. Maybe there's not. I don't We're gonna know. manifest. It sold out last time, which was wild. So so sorry that we led you there, and there's nothing there. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell Stay the truth. Say it with confidence. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> We're manifesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely go check that out. But um, also, that being said, I normally what I would do is I would like, oh, maybe I'll buy a new comforter and switch up the like color of the room, or or maybe I'll buy like something a furniture, something piece, different something. to yeah. kind of like change it up. And I was like, no, Ashley, you don't need to buy anything. We're going to rearrange the entire room. So guys, first of all, I filmed this. It's up on my YouTube channel. Go check it out. I I moved my bed from one wall to the other. I moved a bookshelf to the other side. I yep. moved my nightstands. I moved a chair. Like I my whole room just turned like kind of counterclockwise and um I I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't think I like it. You
0: don't like <laughs> it. No, we're gonna post the freaking photo that you sent me last night. Cause my first thought was like, oh, it looks cool, but then I looked at your bed angle, yeah, and it went from like she'd yeah. be laying in her bed facing the TV to now she has to look sideways to the Guys, TV. It's a problem. And I was like, she's not gonna thrive at. This. I don't like it. So
1: I think I think I think stuff like this is good. It's good to change things up and, and, and not be stuck in like one space, one yes. place at one time. So I think it was good. For me, also could not get over how dusty it was under my bed. I disgusting it right? was dirty. I'm so glad I cleaned it. No wonder I have allergy problems. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to like get in there, get in there, and really clean it out. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, I might change it today. You I you for sure are gonna change <laughs> it. I was laying it. in bed, and guys, I wish you could picture this. Just like a camera is looking down on me. Instead of looking straight or up, my head is completely turned to the side <laughs> so that I could watch. <laughs> Season two of Outer Banks. And um, it's not comfortable and I don't like it. And it was actually hard for me to sleep last night because all I wanted to do was put my bed You're back. You're just rearranged. Yeah. yeah. I felt myself like itching to like put it back. And I was like, Ashley, there's no point. It's the middle of the night. Like yeah. there's no point in doing this. But I, I could not stop thinking about yeah. it. So, uh, you know, there we are. <laughs> That's all, folks.
0: <laughs> there it is. That um, was my Sunday well spent. I, speaking of Legos, I built... Probably my favorite set to this day, which if you know me, that's a big statement. It's my favorite set. Also, everyone I've shown, because sometimes sometimes I feel like people, I'll get really excited to show them something and they're like, oh, that's cool. But I'm like, I don't think you meant what you just said. So- (laughs) When I show people my like Legos and they get actually pumped, I am so fulfilled by that. And so every single person who saw this set was like, "That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's wild. so it's, it's so good. the Nintendo with the like vintage TV and like a Mario scene actually like plays out when you turn it. Guys, we'll post the Mario actually jumps, it jumps on the blocks. It jumps. Ash took a video of me giving a tour of it, so mm-hmm. we'll post that for sure. Yes. But it is so freaking cool, and I have, like, four sets just sitting, waiting to be built. And I've decided that, like, I'm not going to hide it anymore. Mm-mm. I'm just going to full-blown go. I want this to be known. This is not something to be
1: ashamed of.
0: As the Lego girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love that. That's a working title. But... <laughs> I want like I wanna get deep into it. I've started following professional builders. I'm starting to notice that there's events taking place around mm-hmm. the world. I want to be on the VIP membership list of these things. Yeah. I want to be known. Yeah. In At the Lego. Lego. World. At Lego. Know me. Well, they follow me. So <laughs> anytime I can say that, I <laughs> love to. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, that's my only update. Okay, cool. I thrived
1: building it. <laughs> it was a very productive week for Taryn Yeah, on vacation. Yeah. You know yeah. where she was? Building Sitting at Legos. the table yep. building her Lego set. Thriving. <laughs> um, well, we're going to go ahead and get started. As you guys already know, we always start off with a tearing It Up. Uh, my favorite segment is the tearing It Ups. This is when you guys share funny stories because I just, I just love a good laugh. Yeah, this do. one is titled, I peed in my pants at 18 years old. Oh.
0: <sighs> I did too. That's, I think I was oh, seventeen. though. Oh, yeah. On accident, I was asleep. Oh, I thought it was hilarious, and I went to school funny. and told everyone. And my friends were like, "Why are you telling people this?" And I was like, "It's funny." That like. is the
1: difference between Taryn and I. <laughs> I wouldn't have told a soul. I literally
0: was I like, "I wouldn't Guys, have told anyone." <laughs> I peed my bed. I would last have night. been
1: mortified. <laughs> and she's the type that walks in and is like, "Good morning." I peed my pants <laughs> last night. Um, so, anyways, oh. uh, she um, writes, "Hello, Taryn and Ashley." Again, with the Taryn and Ashley. Guys, it's alphabetical. It's my favorite. Before I get into my Tearing It Up, not sure how y'all spell it. uh, Close, you're missing an E. I just want to say how much I love listening to y'all's podcast every week. I love listening while I clean my room. I would like to keep my name anonymous for my own embarrassment, (sighs) but of course, y'all can know my name. I'll show you later, Taryn. Okay, into my Tearing It Up. I feel like I mumbled up. Tearing it up. Tearing (laughs) tearing it up. Uh, At my high school, we had an opportunity to take a pharmacy technician class and then at the end of the year have the opportunity to take a test to be a pharmacy technician. I had to take my test remote due to this being the last year when COVID was still very, very bad. During the test, I was being monitored by someone for obvious reasons like cheating. (laughs) The exam is 90 questions in two and a half hours. And I was about on question 70 when I had to go to the restroom really, really oh. bad. I messaged the person that was monitoring me and asked if I could use the restroom really quick. They responded and said, No.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. but
1: sorry. Can you say that? Uh evidently, yeah. They put they responded and said, No, sorry, you have to remain on camera during the whole test. Which I get, Shoot. but like also at the same time, things like this happen, like take the phone away.
0: Yeah. Take, you, Did know? you know, my child development, fun facts, <laughs> that is illegal
1: because oh. it's
0: tech. Well, I don't know what age it stops at, but I work with kids that are zero to five. Yeah, And if you do, like if a child asks for water, food to go to the bathroom and you don't let them go, you're denying their like rights and like it's a health thing for them at that age yeah so like you can't tell a kid like no you can't go to the bathroom yeah but older and with being on video and when it comes to cheating i'm sure that's different but it still seems there should still be some kind of regulation for how to because there's been
1: times where like i i also would have to go or whatever um, and you just can't. You it just happens. It's
0: just this a natural thing. The, things like this happen or all like, the time. Like, if, like you know when you get sick and you have to do the yeah, D word yeah. and like like that. When it hits, it's like now or I'm not waiting for you. Yeah. Well. So they should have like a chaperone or yeah, like something. Interesting.
1: Where the phone gets taken away and, and you're allowed to. Use all this to say, we're on your side. We support <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, the person responded and said, "No, sorry, you have to remain on camera during the whole test." So I continued on with my test, and all I could think about was going pee. I was really trying to take my mind off of it and had wanted to take my time with these questions. So I realized I was at a point where I couldn't hold it any longer. And she I peed myself. It. Oh
0: my gosh. But, like, what a, what a, like, okay.
1: You're not I gonna mean, gonna let me way go? to stick
0: it to the man. I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, she continues. I vividly remember my eyes watering and trying to be very quiet because the person monitoring me could see and listen to everything going on. <laughs>
0: Girl, who turned on
1: rain noises? <laughs> <laughs> I went on with my exam while sitting in my pee and felt it starting to run down my leg.
0: No. Oof.
1: She ends it. Ha <laughs> ha. Love y'all. <laughs> Best part. I love how that's how my end. situation.
0: That's it, I'm out. It happened. It started running down I'm my out. leg. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that is I mean, so many m- worse fear, probably one yeah. of my worst fears. Um, mortifying, mm-hmm. but also kind of ballsy. Like, hey, I'm not gonna fail my exam. I'm gonna continue doing this. Yeah. And um, you won't let me go. <laughs> you guess what you get to clean up. <laughs> yeah because I don't know I'm curious I am curious anonymous if you um told them or if you just got up and walked away and let them find yeah. out that oh, would that be is interesting. funny because I'm not gonna lie I I would love to say that I would tell someone I doubt I would if I yeah. if that happened to me I probably would have been like
0: mm, thank you and like ran out seriously <laughs> and then like mm. I had in high school um and I will say Especially when I was in high school, it became a thing of like we figured out as girls, if we said I have to go to the bathroom, it's a it's a female emergency problem. Then the crimson wave. Yeah, they didn't argue with you. You just got to go. And so I had a female teacher who was pretty freaking rough. Like, she was very strict. That, and, that whole, like, I'm on my
1: period thing works with male teachers. Because they're like, yes, oh, 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 go. yes. Women are like, mm, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I didn't start until I was, like, deep into high school. So, like, I was still kind of figuring it out. Whereas I think, like usually when girls start, they're like younger and and it, there's a lot more like leniency of like, oh honey, you didn't know, whatever. But so I raised my hand during a test and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And she was like, no. And I was like, no, I have like a female emergency. And she was like, no. And so I had to sit there and I was so mortified because I was like, If I get up, everyone's going to see now. Doing kegels? Yeah. (laughs) So I literally sat there until everyone finished their test and left. And I was the last person. And by this point, I had started crying. Right. And then she finally, the last person, left. And, like, I stood up. And I just walked out. So I don't know what was left behind. But I was so mad. And I remember looking her dead in her eye. And, like, I was, like, trying to hold my backpack, like, down. I was so embarrassed. And I was so upset. And I'm sure she felt, like, terrible after, but also, like, she's probably used to, like, you know, we're jerks in high school, and we're just like, I need to go. We're, like, texting oh, in the bathroom. a thousand percent.
1: It's, it's definitely difficult, I'm sure, being a teacher. I oh, remember yeah. any female teacher I had, I would, like, even guys, I I think maybe because I grew up with a sister, um, I was never very, like, discreet about period stuff. Oh, I'm I I'm just was. very comfortable with it. So I would literally, sh- I'd, I'd literally have it in my hand, like, my tampon, and I'd be, like, I have to go to the bathroom and they would look down and be like, oh.
0: So uncomfortable. And I'm like, That's my nightmare, it's a freaking I tampon, relax. You know, I'm like,
1: yeah. if you can't get, you're gonna, you might end up with a woman one day. Yeah, you <laughs> Deal <might>. with it.
0: <laughs> but I don't know, sir. Well, Cause you're a little If you can't difficult. handle this, I don't know if you can <laughs> handle a woman. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. All right. I'm going to go on to my story. This one says, feel free to title me. So let's see if we. Oh, know, I love when they do come this. up with one at the end. I love getting to be creative with you guys. All right. Um, hello, wonderful ladies. My name is Bella. You can say my name. And I love your podcast and who you guys are individually as humans. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I looked right into the camera. As I said that. <laughs> thank you. I winked. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to start off by saying, wow, thank goodness this is being read because does your girl need some advice? Mm-hmm. I'm honestly going to dive right in. So a little background. Me and my husband have been married for a year. Congratulations. Yay. Our plans were to go to school, graduate, get married, then move out to somewhere we absolutely loved. Well, we really got cracked into reality real quick. Yes, we finished school. But now I feel like we're stuck. We recently moved out of our college home in Alabama. Now, mind you, it was small, but it was somewhere we could afford, somewhere I felt comfortable and a place that was literally ours. Fast forward to the present. We are currently in Florida and living with my husband's family. I really don't mind staying with family. I mean, it's family. But I'm pretty sure everyone feels the tension when it comes to overstaying their welcome. In my head, me and my husband would be staying for one month tops till we found our place. Ha ha. <laughs> I never know if I should be like, ha ha. <laughs> ha ha. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if you're a Harry Potter fan, you're laughing with us. If you're not, well, okay. Um, sure, the apartments out here all have a waiting period of two months or more. Now, yes, we are both currently working, me, my dream job, and my husband, just something he can find, but we just don't have our place to go to at the end of the day. Yeah, We always feel like we can't make plans without inviting the family or go out on spontaneous dates anymore without feeling obligated to invite the family. How can I bring it up? What do you suggest for our new journey that seems so close but so far away? I know it's a lot, and I appreciate any advice. I'm overwhelmed. Thank you guys so much. Love, Bella. P.S. I know you guys love visuals, so I attached a photo of me and my husband. Oh, oh my gosh. They're adorable. Look. Cute. So cute. So cute. (sighs) Everyone listening is like, I want to see you can't. (laughs) <laughs> it's so, a podcast. There.
1: Um, wow, so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm, a, I'm I feel like Taryn and I are gonna have similar but different views on this. Um if it's just the two of you guys and you don't have a kid that needs to be watched or taken care of when you're going out on a date, you don't need to tell anyone or bring anyone mm-hmm. it is not your responsibility. Yeah. Um they know that you're married and have your own lives. Yes, you live under the same roof. It'd be nice if you're like, hey, we're going out. Like, we'll see you later. <laughs> you don't have to leave and not say anything. Um, but you have no obligation to bring anyone along. And anyone that's making you feel like you have an obligation is kind of weirdly too mm-hmm. attached, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, obviously, I don't know your family. I don't know how close you guys are. Um, I feel like I'm pretty close with my parents, but I would never feel obligated to bring them out especially if it was on a date or yeah you know with me and my husband i'd be if they questioned it in any way i'd be like i need to i need to be with him Mm -hmm. not you i see you all the time (laughs) you know like i need this for my marriage and you know we'll have like designated family time or maybe that's something you can do (laughs) You just got yeah. so pumped. <laughs> well, I just really—I was thinking about like Taryn. It's Taryn's family is really good at like I'm not kidding. Like weekly family nights. Like yeah. they're really good at that. Um, and maybe that's something you can do where where you have a designated family night and you're like, hey, like let's have a game night, movie night, barbecue, whatever, pool day um, on Sunday, Friday nights, date night. You know, like yeah. something like that. So yeah. that so that they know like hey like we'll get our family time in. And, you fully. know, I don't have to see them all the time. Yeah, that would I'm not going to lie. I fully I fully I fully feel you. I would be annoyed. Oh, yeah. I would be so annoyed. Oh, Probably to the point would, where I was leaving without saying anything. Yeah, you would
0: definitely I could not, not handle thrive that. in that. Um, yeah, I know. I fully agree. I think like I think there's times in our life where we are in situations where we have to sacrifice certain things. Like I know um, I was living in call at like a dorm in college and went through a really bad breakup where he literally lived in the building next to me. So I called my mom crying and was like, I need to go home, Like I don't and I moved back into my house. And it was a, an adjustment of figuring out where comes in the just respect of this is your house, I'm living under your roof, mm-hmm. and then where comes in my independence as being older than when I did live here previously. And I think you have to find what flows like I knew I had to sacrifice certain things with choosing to live at home. So, you know, like my mom was very much like if you're out till like two in the morning, like I can't sleep and like it freaks me out. So I learned to just like text, uh, just a courtesy text of like, hey, out with friends tonight, won't be back till late, that kind of thing. Yeah. Again, could I have fought that? Yeah, if it really was a big deal to me. But for me, I didn't mind doing that. Whereas like, if I was living on my own, I wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, and there's just certain things where, yeah, like be present at certain times and whatever. But I would be very curious. And this is coming from someone who does this often. How much of this is you putting the expectation on yourself? Versus what they're actually expecting of you. Interesting. Because I fall under this category very often where I feel like, oh, no, I have to go to this. I have to do this. Um, it would be the right thing for me to do this. And there are certain times where even Ashley like, checks me all the time where she's like, okay, but that's not your job. And you don't have to do that. And so I would be very interested because I have a hard time visualizing... Them actually, like, if you go out being like, well, we want to go, or you know what I mean, right? Which maybe they, that's they the could case, be. that totally could be the case. But I would instead of saying I need to have a conversation about this previously, I would say the conversation should only be had is if you guys go out on date nights and are like, hey, like, we're going out to dinner, we'll see you guys later, and they throw up a big fuss then that's when I feel like the conversation should come of like, we love being here. We love family time. Are you feeling neglected? Should we schedule family days? But our marriage, for our marriage, we need to have our own independence too. And it should be just a light, easy conversation. But I'm just curious of what has happened to lead to her feeling like she has to invite. And are we talking about parents? Are we talking about siblings who are like friends? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've
1: um, Taryn and I have had multiple conversations. Taryn is the most loving, caring, motherly. Um, feels like she has to take charge and take care of everyone, um, make a plan and organize everything all the time. And there's multiple times where I've she couldn't make something, or she had she had too much going on, and, and was worried about not making something or not being able to do something. Where I would have to sit there and just be like well they're grownups they'll be fine you know like it's not a child they're not children maybe their feelings might get hurt but that's not your responsibility yeah um you were going above and beyond to help them out um and if they for whatever reason were that dependent on you then they probably need to be checked anyways you know like hey i put a lot on her and clearly i wasn't ready for whatever you guys are doing um I I do. I agree with Taryn for some reason in my head. I'm like, I doubt they feel that connected and feeling like they have to be with you 24 seven. Just be just going off of my own personal experience. So if that is the case, I don't think this is going to be that hard of a situation. I think it's going to be very easy breezy. And you just need to um, start thinking about it yourself differently. If they are weirdly attaching themselves to you guys in any type of way then let's cut that off really quick yeah let's make it really easy and simple like Taryn said and just be like hey it's not okay we're we're married and we need space yeah please give us space and respect us
0: yeah. Or like if it if it is feeling like that, like Ash should mentioned before, like having a schedule like where you just tell them, yeah. like, hey, if you guys are planning the week Thursday, we're going out on yeah. a date. Um, But let us know, like, if we can help with dinner any days or if yeah. you want to do a family dinner. And then that way, when Thursday comes, you guys are like, OK, bye. We're going to date night if if they don't do well with like the just like you all of a sudden walking out the door again that that seems weird to me if they're that attached that they're yeah getting angry about that but if that's the case then i think yeah like putting um just those boundaries up of like yeah. If the, if you're, I'm just picturing like if it, if it's bad and you're like, oh, we're going on a date and they're like, oh, well, thanks for the invite or like what we can't come to, then I would do like really simple responses of like, oh no, sorry, this is like our date night, but let me know what other day you're free. We would love to like plan something. Yeah. And let me say something
1: that I would probably have to tell myself in this kind of situation, because if I was... Going into the week knowing I was going to go on a date on Thursday with my husband and I knew the family was going to throw a fit, I probably wouldn't want to bring it up because I, my non-confrontational self would be like, "Well, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Like, that feels sticky and that feels gross and I don't want to deal with it. Um, the best thing is to do the exact opposite. And I'm telling myself this as I'm telling you this. Um, it would be so much easier if you were like, hey, I don't know what you're doing this week, but Thursday... I'm going out. Uh, You know, maybe we can do something fun this weekend or something. But just constantly reminding them that you're going out Thursday. Not every day, but like maybe a couple times before Thursday so that by the time Thursday comes, they're well aware and they're not shocked. Yeah. Again, reiterate this. I feel like it's weird if they're shocked and they're wanting to be that involved. Um, But if they are, give them a heads up so that it's not too much of a like, oh, when did this happen? When did you start doing this? You know. Yeah.
0: And also, I think, too, like at the end of the day, even if they are being the actual worst, like it's two months of your life that you're thank God you have a place with a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. Look, keep looking forward to the future. And if you need to be strategic, like maybe you and your husband don't go home from work. You meet at a restaurant and have yeah. your date night. Do what you got to do to survive. Don't even go home. Pack a bag with your outfit. (laughs) But we've we've all been in situations where it's not preferred. Right. But you got to sometimes just like grit your teeth and find a way to get through it while sticking up for yourself, while making sure you're okay. But like it's okay too to just be like. Well, this is the actual worst, but we have two more months. You know what Draw I mean? Draw those boundaries also, and stick to them. Where's your husband at? This is his family. He should be the one like sticking up to them Whoa. too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I think I think she's yeah. She's I feel like I feel like you are very much like me Yeah. and you've probably picked up on a couple either weird glances or weird vibes when you've said stuff and so you've put this responsibility on yourself. Also, I feel like that's a key key part to this is you're the outsider
1: yeah this is his family he's probably super comfortable with them and doesn't care as much yeah whereas you care because you are still like newlyweds I guess technically and um not newlyweds but newly married um and that that does put you in a different position when you're in their home and his family and you want to make everyone happy so I'm sure you're feeling this a little bit stronger than yeah. he is. I bet he's like, babe, it's not
0: that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Which is the worst, because you're like, no. You're like, no, it is. <laughs> it is. I felt it. Yeah. No, I think you got this. Again, I think if the conversation, like, let them give you a reason to have the conversation. And if you do, it's just as simple. For the health of our marriage, we have to make time for each yeah. other. If that's a
1: problem for them, then oof. Yeah. They... They got some stuff to sort through on their own. Yeah, maybe they need a date night. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, we're going on a date night. I highly should go recommend too. you do it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for writing in. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and get into my story. Yes, girl. Um, this one is titled Code Red Panic Attack. Ugh. Those
0: are no fun. No fun. Deep breaths. And if you're like, oh, they're not a big deal, you've never had one. Leave. No, I'm just kidding. Stay. You've never had Let's one. Let's talk about this. Because anyone <laughs> who's had a conversation. one is like, oof, I feel like you. <laughs> All right.
1: Hi, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Lizzie. I love y'all's podcast so much. And when I say that I love the Enneagram episodes, I mean I all caps love the Enneagram Same. episodes. Anyways, let's get into my story. Also, sorry, this one is long. So I'm a teenager who has been homeschooled for most of my life. Mm. This year, I went to public school for the first time ever. Oh my I was also shocked. Yeah, I'm no sure. kidding. No kidding. I also think that it's important for you to know that I have anxiety. I was absolutely terrified about making friends and getting into classes. On August 2nd, I went back to school and I loved it. I think it's safe to say that I love school. The first Friday of the school year, August 6th, I was in my second period gas class, that's G-A-S-S class, taking a quiz when it was bathroom break at my school. I didn't leave the classroom and kept taking the quiz, but a lot of the other students did. Towards the end of our our break time, the principal talks over the comm and says, teachers and students, we have a code red. I repeat, code red. We haven't had any drills at school yet, so I think it's a drill. So I follow the teacher's directions and go to the corner of the room with the other students, and I get underneath the desk as my teacher runs out of the classroom to get the other students out of the restroom. We shoved desks up against the door and closed curtains on all the windows, including the window in the door. The teacher comes back and she tells us that she has no idea if it's a drill or not since it wasn't planned. About five minutes later, the principal comes on the comms again and tells us that it is not a drill. The adrenaline starts pumping. My heart is beating out of my chest and I am having a full-on panic attack now, Mm. but I was trying to hold it back since we have to be quiet. I had no idea if someone was outside or inside the school. I didn't know if anyone was hurt. I didn't know if my friends were all right. My mind was telling me all of these horrible things, and I was bawling my eyes out. We were in a code red for almost an hour. The principal eventually tells us that it was now a code yellow, which I later found out that it just meant no one could go outside, but we could resume our school day. My teacher knows I have anxiety and hugged me. She explained everything was over and no one was hurt or in danger anymore. I was shaking and still having a hard time calming down. I pulled it together to finish the quiz, but my teacher asked me to stay after class and she let me call home. She was so kind and took me to the school counselor. I was so shaken up and was still in panic. Around one, we were back to a code green, but I was not normal. Mm. I had to go home and just lay in bed the rest of the day. I would never leave school. So you know that if I did, something was really, really wrong. I was also embarrassed that I cried in front of my entire class. I saw on the news that a wanted man had escaped from jail and was convicted of armed robbery and aggravated assault. His phone pinged a tower next to the school and they only locked us down just to be on the safe side. I now feel like I freaked out for no reason. Thanks for reading this. All the love, Lizzie. P.S. I still got a 90 on my test.
0: Yeah, you did. My girl.
1: Yeah, you did. She focused under pressure. I would have failed. <laughs>
0: there's no way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. I I feel like there's so many things I want to say. First of all, I'm gonna just say it. Congrats on the 90. Let's get that out of the way. I'm mm-hmm. um, so proud of you for buckling down and being able to get that um, done and over with. Um, I think whether you have anxiety or not, what you went through and your first time being at school and all of the school shootings that have happened with over yeah. the years mm-hmm. lately, like that, that's a lot. And I feel like, especially it being your first year. I don't blame you. I, I 100% would have been on this, in the same boat, and I don't think I personally struggle with that kind of anxiety levels. I 100% would have been under there sobbing with you thinking the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, a, a person who is not in the category of struggling with anxiety mm-hmm. would have a very hard time with that situation. Yeah. You add anxiety into the mix. Also... Once a panic attack sets in, there's not much you can do. Like it's it's not just this thing where your mind can tell you to stop. Like your body takes over and has very physical responses yeah. that you don't necessarily have control of. So I think that you need to give yourself a little bit of grace. And by a yeah. little I mean a lot. That is not, first of all, that's not your fault. That was a total, totally accurate normal situation to have that response to also like even from back when I was in school till now anxiety and panic attacks is so much more well known that I I think a lot of the kids would not judge you for that or think it was weird especially if you're open about your anxiety which I'm definitely a fan of like Not holding those things as like this weakness I have to hide, but being open about it because I think it sets you up for success in a way of people aren't going to put certain expectations and like ideas on you if they know. Mm -hmm. Just like your teacher, which by the way, she sounds just phenomenal. We need more educators that know their individual kids like that. But... Just like her, if she wouldn't have known you had anxiety, her response might have been different. Yeah. But because she did know, she was able to come alongside, make sure you felt safe and supported, gave you the space of staying back, took you to the office to make sure your parents knew what was going on. So I think like when people know you have stuff going on in your life, they're much more equipped to step in when needed. Mm -hmm. So if any of your friends were to be like, dang, you were really scared. Just a simple like, yeah, like I really struggle with anxiety and it kind of triggered a panic attack. So it was a rough one like for me to recover from. No one's going to answer in like a snarky way. And if you do, if they do, then like they're not worth your time anyways. Mm. But yeah, so that's all I want to say. And then also there was something she said at the end that I was like, Embarrassed that she cried in front of the class? Yes. Girl, you know how I get... You know how Mama... Mama, What do I call myself? Mama Bear Taryn gets. Um, That is nothing to be ashamed of. Like, emotional responses are normal. And it's not like you were just throwing a fit over... You know, you dropped your pencil. Like, there was very very serious threat of injury and death yeah that was there that was a total normal reason and I'm sure other people in your class were also crying but you weren't aware of it because you were trying to just like stay afloat yeah. in that moment so probably blacked nothing, a little bit <laughs> nothing to be ashamed of um I don't know why that is a thing like I have no problem saying when I have like meltdowns mm-hmm. and I am a very open person I know but I think it helps people to feel like they can relate to you mm-hmm. when you don't shy away from talking about things that you struggle with. No, 100%. Um,
1: my So the reason I feel like I can understand this a lot is because my sister struggles with this a lot. Mm-hmm. And something that she has uh, gotten really good at, and I feel like I've been able to come alongside and help her in this way because she did allow me to come in because she did express what she was going through. Um, didn't hide it or feel ashamed of it. She definitely talked about it with me a lot Um, is that she, we started recognizing that this is a part of her life. We stopped shunning it or dismissing it or hiding it in any way. And we, we came to the conclusion like this is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. So let's not be scared when it happens or allow ourselves to dip into fear in any way. Once we see one coming but just be like oh here we go again i mm-hmm. i've been through it before i'm going to survive i'll probably go through it again nothing horrible is going to happen i'm going to write it out like this is yeah. uh, this is something i'm i've done before and i i'm comfortable and i will survive and i think that 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 switch in mindset does a lot yeah. when it comes because i think the automatic reaction and it's something that is like instilled in anxiety is that you, once you feel it coming a panic attack coming you immediately dip into that fear which is the anxiety but the best thing you can do is be like
0: i, I know this i've been here this mm-hmm. i am
1: familiar with this no it's not comfortable no but like i i know what to do i've done this before maybe you can come up with a code word with your teachers um, or your counselor or your parents or whoever, maybe a friend, um, so that when you know it's happening, you can tell someone who you know understands and then you allow yourself to separate and yeah. handle it, you know? And also, I don't know, um, I've never gone through something like that in school. I don't know where you live, but I grew up in Southern California. We had earthquakes all the time, and I guarantee, I remember every single one. Mm mm-hmm very detailed and hiding under a desk and holding onto it and covering the back of our necks and our heads. And I remember every single one because it is a very traumatic thing. Yeah. I can't even begin to explain how scared I would have been if I thought someone was in the building. Oh, fully. So, yeah. Again, I feel like we're just going to keep reiterating this. This was a very scary situation that you were in and you need to be more gracious with yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think with anything like... I mean, if you think about it this way, like if I had asthma, I would make sure I had my inhaler with me to help me when I had an anxiety attack. Great example, an asthma attack. (laughs) But I think the same thing can go like for me. I've noticed like uh, there's specific songs that I listen to, and also my breathing while I'm doing that helps me a lot. I also do, like, the whole, like, grounding thing. So where you close your eyes and you're like, okay, like, I can feel the ground. Like, what do I hear right now? What do I smell? What do I taste? What am I? Whatever. To, like, bring me back to the present because mm-hmm. anxiety is where your mind just goes and loops around, like, a fear the to the point. situation. Yeah. So I think that if I were you, I would research and find things that help you whether it's some type of like a tactile tool like that you can have in your bag like a fidget uh something to squeeze um you know you always have your headphones next to you and you've talked to your teacher about like hey if i start to have an anxiety attack like may I step to the back of the room and just like listen to a song or whatever you have in place. Um, There's definitely breathing techniques. There's different things that you can do. But I think preparing the people around you, preparing yourself to have tools that can help pull you out of it faster. All of that is things that you should be spending time and effort on. You should not be spending time and effort on regretting, crying or feeling embarrassed. Like, no, 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 no. We don't have time for that anymore. We are walking forward in our lives unashamed of who we are and the things we have to deal with because everybody has their stuff to deal with and your anxiety does not make you any less of a person and there's nothing to be ashamed of. So all you need to do is spend time making sure you're setting yourself up for success in the future anything else like that's not your problem if people if people honestly in that moment there's possibly an armed suspect running around and they're spending their time and effort looking at you going oh she's crying that's a them problem that's not a you problem so you do not waste one more thought on that no and um i think you're still so young and i think you're still finding you're you just transplanted yourself into a whole new atmosphere Um, With this new atmosphere, there's, like, a plethora of different things that are going to be, like, affecting you differently than if you were at home. So I think you need to give yourself grace to find a routine, find something that works. And I think you're going to do great. But there's nothing wrong with your response to that because, girl, I would be doing the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I mean I I get it. I feel like we we've pretty
1: much covered everything. But yeah, don't be don't be scared or embarrassed about the crying. I get it because I would have been. I'm picturing myself you at that like age, and I don't like crying. Period. Um, but if it's specifically because of in you're in front of people, the people that were affected by that in some way, we don't we don't have time for them. We're past that. Yeah, we're past that. Yeah. Anyways, Lizzie. Thank you so much for sharing that. Also, I loved all the detail. I appreciate um, you being so vulnerable with us with with such a, a vulnerable thing. Um, I'm so proud of you for getting a 90 on your test. And I can't wait for you to just slay school because clearly, yep. clearly you're about to.
0: You're already better than both me and Ashley <laughs> combined. Even with nothing to stress us out during a quiz. <laughs> All right, I'm going to, you know, wrap it up Please with a, a dad turn. joke.
1: Please do. Okay.
0: You know, people say they pick their nose, but I feel like I was just born with mine. <laughs>
1: okay, that was that was an exceptionally good one. <laughs> that That's was so really good. good
0: that was
1: so good <laughs> guys thank you so much for uh listening to the episode for writing in if you have not yet written in with a story or situation that you want advice on this is the sign to do so this is your moment stop what you're doing right now pull out your phone send us an email yes we would love it we also take dms you know it goes down Slad in the, the dms, DMs. <laughs> um, we love you all so much and we'll talk to you later
0: bye, bye.